Here we are with Tanil for the first episode of The People Within. Hello, hello Bridget. Thank you for having me. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into the um, sort of icebreaker. Sure. We have, we have it's a quite nervous thing, especially the maiden voyage. It is a nervous thing, especially because I can hear my own voice right now. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Um, who's your celebrity crush and why? Oh, okay. I always um, had a bit of a crush on Dave Grohl from Foo Fighters. He used to be Nirvana, but it was actually much more about... He just seems like a really good guy. And I remember watching a few documentaries on him yeah. um the other one is donald glover like childish gambino <laughs> <laughs> i have a bit of a crush on him from um for various reasons um so that would be my main celebrity crushes the dave Grohl quite old from my younger days and the mm-hmm. uh, the donald glover one's newer more recent kind of from the community days when he did that tv show Mm -hmm. um and just think he's quite an interesting fellow his his music's not bad either his music's really interesting that video clip he did for this is america was pretty Mm. out there and poignant yes and impressive so yeah that's they would probably be my celebrity crushes Hmm. All right, so I've got a couple questions, more like 14 questions. 14, all righty. <laughs> We're not going to go through all of them. <laughs> We're not going to go through all of them. Maybe we will, maybe we won't. You know, we'll see how the time takes us. I think. Um, but I asked around a couple people. Can you cut that bit when I just went, okay, okay. <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to, are you? No. No. <laughs> um... I'll cut the part where you actually say it, and then I'll, I'll, I'll keep in the part where you say, can you cut the part? Okay, yeah. and this bit, when, yeah. we talk, when we unpack it a bit more. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I asked around, and people want to know um, about your high schooling journey, and where, um, like, did you have a favourite teacher <gasps> in high You've school? You've been talking about me? Yeah. Right, Okay. Yes, I did have a favourite teacher. Okay. Um, I actually didn't love high school. Uh, I was in a gifted and talented program for languages at Ross Moyne, which, that was, you know, school was fine, um, but I didn't have a particularly nice friendship group mm-hmm. and I got caught up in the social side of school quite a bit and it was a bit um, all-encompassing for me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think when I first went and I sort of hung out with the people that were in the course with me, it was probably a little bit better because they were a bit more school-focused and things like that. But I did did lose my way a little bit and I kind of found school quite boring. Yeah. Um, And I felt kind of quite misunderstood by a lot of my teachers so I was quite capable, but I was just a bit bored, to yeah. be honest. And I was a bit of a dreamer. Uh-huh. So I used to get in trouble for looking out the window and, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, but I, do, I did have a really wonderful teacher when I was in year 11 that I'll never forget, mm-hmm. Mr Daniel. He was my English literature teacher and he also used to do the Val Morgan... <laughs> 
ads at the beginning of the movies. He had this really deep voice, like people from my um, time will remember this, like Val Morgan, and that was Mr. Daniel, and he um, he just really got me. So I remember, like in the very first um, few weeks, I remember I did this essay, and it was based on this book called The Chosen, mm-hmm. and I remember um, he one day he gave everyone's answers back and I didn't get mine back and I was like oh no um, what have I done because I mean I must be in trouble again but he then he'd like photocopied it and gave it to everyone as like this really good example and I felt really seen and um and I just he just he just really got me yeah you know and he was a really really fantastic teacher he made and I always loved reading and I loved Mm. literature and he really lit that spark in me again I had good drama teachers as well I loved drama yeah. Um, but he was definitely, Mr. Daniel was the standout. He was also like this really big, he was just like this really big, tall man, but like this big teddy bear. He was amazing. Mm. He ended up actually, he actually passed away not long, you know, maybe 10 years after I finished had murder neuron disease. So I was oh. really sad to hear that. Um, but I, I, I definitely think he would have been a memorable teacher for a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Next question. Okay. Um, did you have like a um, inspiration or like a person mm. you looked up to in high school? Like, did you mm. have that sort of person, or were you all just kind of were you kind of just focused on your like yourself? Um, I definitely had people that I looked up to. I remember I had this because uh, I was always kind of a bit of I was a bit quirky compared to other people in my family Mm -hmm. um and but I did have this auntie who was like a clairvoyant and she used to read tarot and (laughs) she used to um you know eat all these amazing health foods and she was like I found her so incredibly fascinating Uh, this crazy hippie who read tarot and (laughs) um I, I just remember thinking she made me feel less weird yeah. You know, because I was like, you know, I'm interested in all that kind of stuff. And I was pretty spiritual. Mm-hmm. Um, so I remember she was a, like that in my younger years, she was a real important person to me. Yeah. Um, and I had, yeah, I, 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 I used to have quite good relationships with my friends, mm. parents, actually. Yeah. Um, yeah. I really looked up to a lot of those. But I'm just trying to think of one that really stands out for me. And I can't. I just remember her. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think that's it. Definitely as an adult I can think of more people yeah. that have inspired me. Maybe I was pretty selfish when I was young. <laughs> <laughs> my laptop said it was going to die soon, so I had to take a photo of my questions. Hilarious. Mm. Love it. Loved it. <laughs> so it makes me feel so great. Um, um, ah, yes. How did you realise you wanted to be a teacher? Like a mm. specifically a health teacher or like just a teacher in general? Well, I've never taught health until last year, actually. Oh, really? No, my background's drama. Huh. Um, actually, I, te- I was a drama teacher for a long time, but I... To be perfectly honest, I, I, I don't know. Hmm. 
Um, I, I, I remember, so, so when I first left high school, I studied naturopathy for a year. I really wanted to be a naturopath. What's that? You know, they do um, natural medicine and healing and oh. massage and, you know, a range oh. of various holistic yeah. styles of medicine. Um, and I really wanted to be a naturopath, but it was extremely expensive to study and I was living out of home and mm. they didn't have any loan structures or anything like that. So it just became unfathomable for a while. Mm. Um, and then I sort of went, did some hospitality around the place for another year or so after that. And then I thought, and then I was 19 and it was time for me to think about what I wanted to do with my life. And really, I just... Want, I just loved drama. Mm. So I thought, oh, I'm just going to go and study the arts. I'm pretty sure my mum talked me into <laughs> doing teaching as a backup plan. And, you know, it did feel like a backup plan for a while. Mm. Um, and I remember even toward the end of my university time, I wasn't sure I would wanted to be a teacher. Mm. I um, had other dreams um, in that art space but then I got a job and uh, I got offered this job and so you know I'd been a university student for four years and poor and like Mm -hmm. the chance to earn a proper wage was too exciting so I took it and and yeah I found I really loved it when once it could be my own classroom and I could you know do things the way I wanted to do it Um, and yeah so I can't, it wasn't like, I mean, it wasn't a thing that I grew up my whole life wanting to be a teacher. I didn't really know what I wanted to be. I dabbled with wanting to be a psychologist. I knew I want. I always knew I wanted to do something that helped Mm. people. Mm -hmm. Like I knew that. Um, And I'd looked at, yeah, psychology, maybe occupational therapy, maybe um, the arts, maybe naturopath. Because I do think the arts does help people a lot. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so I've just I just really kind of stumbled into it, and I actually remember asking my mum a few years ago, like, do you remember me ticking that box about being a teacher when I applied at Curtin? She was like, Yeah, I remember because I made you. And I was like, Ah, <laughs> that's why. So I guess we can thank my mum for that. Oh, well, <laughs> thank you, Tanil's mum. <laughs> All right, um, and then we have a couple. Um, okay, so someone was really wondering about. Um, what high school you went to? So we've already covered Rossmoyne. Was yes. it just Rossmoyne? Yeah, I just you... went to Rossmoyne. Oh, yeah? Um, yeah, well, Rossmoyne the whole way. And I did languages. Mm-hmm. Not very well. I dropped them <laughs> as soon as I could. <laughs> I think I had to do them until year 10. And then I was, nev- I was never very good at rote learning, mm-hmm. to be honest. Mm-hmm. And so, and then I went down the ATAR pathway. And yeah, so Rossmoyne. Mm. No, no changes. Just conformed mm. to the Rossmoyne thing. So yes. we're back, uh, backing on that sort of thing. What did you have? Like a, do you have like a really memorable moment from Rossmoyne or like from high school <sighs> that you just can't forget that it was like the best moment ever? Yeah, I do. I remember um, we did this play of a streetcar named Desire. Oh, yeah. Um, it's still one of my favourite plays. And, well, partly I remember it because I loved the play and I loved the character, mm. Blanche Dubois. Um, and partly also I remember because I had a white dress and I accidentally didn't wear nude underwear underneath oh. so that I had to yeah. do the whole play 
um, with black underwear oh. under my white dress. Oh, okay. So, and that was also one. Um, my feedback from the teacher. Oh no! Yeah, so she was she had she was having a giggle about it, but <laughs> it was definitely memorable. But no, I really that I really that solidified my love of drama that play, um, and I just remember feeling really proud. Yeah, and that I'd found something that I was really good at and really loved. Yeah, so that's probably my favourite. Memory, definitely, of school. And I think most of my favourite memories would be around drama. And obviously when Mr Daniel photocopied my essay. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's that's a big thing. Like, that. yours is the example essay. It was a big thing. It was huge for me. (laughs) Um, Moving away from the school sort of side of things, um, more to the work side of area, Mm -hmm. Um, what was your first job like? Ever, Hungry Ever. Jack's Bull Creek. Oh, yeah? Yeah, Hungry Jack's Bull Creek. And I was a vegetarian, so... <laughs> that went well. It was awesome. And, they, and I think for the first part of it, they put me on the broiler, which is where you have to put the meat and the buns down that flame thing. Um, and it was rank. Well, that one yeah, that solidified your vegetarian. Yeah, it definitely thing. did. It definitely did. Are you still vegetarian? Well, I, I am vegetarian. Ah. Yeah, like I eat seafood and I'm pescatarian. <laughs> um, <laughs> I only became a vegetarian really to kind of annoy my mum. Uh. It did work, um, <laughs> but I just I didn't really like meat. But nevertheless, I, I digress. But yeah, so it was Hungry Jacks. Yeah, I was thirteen. I'm not sure if that's even legal, but there we no, have it. Yeah, don't think. I think you have to be thirteen in nine months. Yeah, so it could be all right, but yeah, I don't know. I'm not I don't sure. Know. It was the 90s, so I thought, <laughs> you know, different time. And then my job after that was Hoyt's. Oh. Hoyt's Garden City. That oh, was, yeah. That was a pretty rad job. Mm. Yeah. It would have been. It was. It was awesome. Were you on, like, the cashier or you were, like, Oh, we a... used to rotate. Oh. Um, you know, we... Yeah, box office was my fave. Mm. Yeah. But you sometimes had to do the candy bar. I had to usher, you know, mm. sweep up the popcorn. Or just like actually push it under the seats if you couldn't really be bothered. That was, the, that, was the, <laughs> that was another strategy. Or like bang the um, popcorn. If the, for those who don't know, I'm actually acting this out with my. Yeah. You can't see me because no, we're, we're not recording. <laughs> we're not recording. Um, not filming. But you know, bang the and the. You know how there's that front row and there's that little wall behind it. That's where everyone used to go and make out at the movies, by the way. And so. <laughs> When the movie ended, sometimes they were just really having an intense makeup oh. session, and you had to like bang yeah, on the wall. Yeah, just kind of pretending that you. Oh, whoops! The popcorn sweeper hit the wall again. That sort Oopsies. of thing. Oopsies! Oopsies! Can you get out of here? Oopsies, guys! And Go like get I'm, a room. Yeah, and like I'm 15 and I don't know really know how to address this. <laughs> <laughs> That's such an awkward conversation to have. Yeah, I didn't have it. Just bang. <laughs> um, totally. Yeah. <laughs> Even then, like, I, when I was at Ben and Jerry's, I had to ask people, like, oh, guys, we need to bring the furniture in. And it was so awkward to oh, ask so awkward. Ugh. I know. Because people act like you're putting them out so much. And it's like, it's just like, it's, I just want to do my job. just want to go home. I just want to go home. <laughs> right. On to the juiciest question we have. Uh-oh. Who was your first kiss? Oh, Okay. 
sorry. Don't have to say. Don't have to say a name. Just like All right. the sort of like cause, just because you know we don't want to put anyone out there. Depends. No, we don't. Um, <laughs> the, uh, depends. Or depends what we define as first kiss because I have a vivid memory of like this us having to plan for like two weeks for this guy and me to kiss, but he was actually only kissing me on the hand. Oh. But it was like a big deal. Oh yeah, yeah. No, like it would it, be. It was a huge like, step. Yeah, if you yeah. got married in primary school, you just... Oh, yeah. Like, we had to plan that. Yeah. So that was my first kiss mm-hmm. on the hand. And then um, my first kiss, like, Pash. <laughs> Gross. Pash. <laughs> <laughs> um, my first... Oh, no, we'll get rid of that word. <laughs> but my first kiss was actually at a party... Mm-hmm. Surprise, surprise. Mm-hmm. In year eight. And I definitely am not going to say the name because he, he pashed a lot of girls. And no. I'm not going to make him any more infamous than no. he deserves. Yes, so that was my first proper kiss. Mm. Year eight at a party. Was and it my, at least a good party? It was a pretty good party. Um, it was a pretty good party. Mm. I don't know. I was, I was 12. I think any party was good back then. Yeah, fairy bread. Mm, no? no, it wasn't that kind of party. No. Fairy bread, and you have to have fairy bread at any party. I'm sorry. It's yeah, just, no, it's a even thing. an adult party. Yeah, yeah. My mum had it at her fiftieth. Why not? Yeah, I mean it's delicious. There's no, there's no age limit on it. No, like, absolutely not. It's not like you can't have it past the age five. Yeah, no, no. There's no rule. Mm. Um, uh, what? Ma- here we go. He's back on track. Okay. What made you? Go from a big school like John Curtin to a smaller school like TSS? Um, there was a few factors. I, um, I, I had a couple of schools after John Curtin. Um, my heart was always there, though, mm. and I think... There's inter- a bug near your face. Yeah, I can see it. Mm. There's a bug near my face, everyone. <laughs> I think it's a mosquito. It's like a mosquito. Ugh. I hope it doesn't bite me. On the face. Okay. <laughs> um, I m- mostly it wasn't so much around the big school small school thing, although mm. I guess it was. I I I'd been working with students' educational risk for a long time. Mm-hmm. After well, a long time. I mean, the last eight years that had been my role, and I think I'd just seen more and more how hard it is in those big systems to catch everyone. Yeah. Um, and I think schools, like you know, on the whole, do as much as they can with the system that they have. But there's just still people who don't fit. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to. I, I felt there was a lot of me putting students back together to just go back into the situation that caused them to fall apart in the first place. And. Yeah. I found that I started to find that really hard, and I just wanted to do something different. Yeah. Um, and I just had been saying for such a long time there must be another way for these mm. students. I mean, my friend had talked about maybe starting a business at one point where we coached those students outside of school, um, and we, you know, so I, I knew that I wanted to do something in the space for those students who we couldn't catch. Mm despite the best of efforts from, you know, from myself and my teams. Um, 
But that's what brought me to the studio school, really. I, 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 started, I, was, I was starting to become a little bit disillusioned. Mm. Yeah, a little bit disillusioned. I still love schools and, yeah, I, I just I knew that... I, I just knew we'd, I, <laughs> no matter what yeah. I did, those kids were going to um, slip through the cracks. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, what happens to them mm. after that? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what? Get my, get my notes up. <laughs> Your photo. Yes, my photo. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, hmm. oh, where did you start, like, your career? Like, where, which point or which school did you start? I started my career, I think I finished uni when I was, I don't know, 22 or 23. 23? And I worked at Warmborough Community High School. In, which is down south near Rockingham. Yeah. And I started in term four. I took over from a lady that it was going to the country. Mm-hmm. And I taught in their middle school, which was just year eights and nines. And I taught drama all day to students who really didn't want to do drama. Uh. So it was quite challenging. Um, the school was amazing. It was an incredibly supportive school and the staff were great, but the teaching was hard, mm. like really hard. Um, I mean, drama's a really hard subject to teach to people yeah. who don't want to do it. I mean, yeah. harder than, I mean, in many ways harder than any of the, many of the others yeah. because yeah. you're asking them to be vulnerable and mm-hmm. do these things and if they don't want to do it they just muck around yeah. and they're not behind a chair or a desk so I spent a lot of time trying to get people down from the fan and you yeah. know I was young and inexperienced I yelled a lot mm. so I learned I yeah I learned a lot there about how little yelling works yeah especially when you just yell the whole time but I just didn't yeah. know what else to do I was, mm-hmm. I was drowning so from there then I got asked to go and take over from this other person at Canning Vale and I worked there for four years in their drama department, which was, you know, again, good and bad. Mm. Um, I think every place has their good and bad. Yeah, they do. Yeah. They absolutely do. I had a really nice team, a really nice arts team over over there and we did some really amazing stuff there. Mm. Um, but really, I don't think I really came into myself till I went to John Curtin. And, you know, that was such a gift to teach drama yeah. to those students. And it's such an art... It's an art-based school. So yeah. it's like, it's, it's where you want to be. It is where you want to be if you're an arts person. It's really celebrated and seen as super important. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't have to fight for the arts when you're there. And that was an ongoing fight, to be honest, about seeing people seeing the value in it. And I just think we can't really argue the value of the arts and I hope people are realising that more and more and I think yeah. especially through COVID and those people, you know, I'm, I'm digressing, I know, but, you know, those it's people, okay. the arts community suffered so much through COVID and, yeah. but ironically got us through COVID because yeah. what would we have done at that time if we didn't have TV and mm-hmm. music and, you know, all those... TV, you know, our, online theatre, yeah, like... We, we just... Uh, yeah, but yet those people... Anyway, that's a political conversation that we don't need to have here. But anyway, so, yeah, that was my kind of journey and then did a few various things up to that and then here I am. Here you are. Here I am. Thank everything for that because I don't know where we were. 
We would, we were, we were where we would be if we didn't have the wonderful Tanil running around for us. Oh, that's that's very sweet for making us run around to find her water bottle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure that anyone from my old school, if they schools listen to this, they would laugh when you said running around looking for stuff for me because <laughs> it's kind of been like an ongoing theme. Like, where's my phone? Where's my water bottle? Where's my laptop? Yeah. Where are my glasses? Where are on your face, Tanil? Yeah, they oh, are. Oh, okay. excellent. They are on my face. And that bug seems to have gone as well. <laughs> yes, so well, that's good. Look at that. Thank goodness. Right. Well, um, it's kind of wrapping it up. Nice. Um, well done. Yeah. This has been the first ever podcast for the people within. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. How do gosh. you feel? How are you doing? That's a lot of, of firing questions at you. Juicy I'm really ones. good. I feel like it's been a great start to the year. I'm really enjoying all the new students being there and I'm enjoying the st- staff, the team mm-hmm. that we have. And I just I, I just think things are going really well mm. from my perspective. And I just love being a part of TSS. And I think it's just such a privilege to be able to see the growth. Mm. That's why I'm there. Mm. You know, I'm there for that. You know, it's, you know, it's why I left where I, where the things I was doing. Yeah. I wanted to see that, and I am, and I feel really privileged, so lucky to be able to see young. I, I love young people. Mm. I just think they're so amazing, and to be able to see them overcome so many amazing, um, difficult things is just a blessing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like hearing other people's stories. Well, not the whole story, but just stories from other people. Um, yeah. And seeing where they are now is crazy to me. It's crazy. And I think, yeah, that's why I wanted to do this, because so many people have so many different stories. Oh, they absolutely do. And there is do. not one the same. No, I don't, I don't think there's anyone who doesn't have a story about why they're at TSS, whether that be because school is hard or whether that be because they're desperately looking for something different or mm. um, had come from systems that didn't align with going somewhere else or whatever it might be. I don't think anyone doesn't have a story about why they're here. Oh, I just can see an ex-student of mine out the window. Oh. Wow. Oh, that's so sweet. I'm going to have to go say hi. (laughs) (laughs) I won't won't leave before we It's okay. Um, We're pretty much done. So I just wanted to see how you're feeling, you know, first... Like, this is a lot. Like, getting questions fired at you about everything is pretty quick. It is, but you were pretty pretty nice. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't grill you. Not too much. No. No. I don't feel, like, too exposed. Yeah. That's good. Thank you That's what I want to aim for. Yeah. 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 No, that's good. Because, you know, people, like, no one needs to see everybody's ins and outs. No. No no one needs to hear them either. No. No one wants that. No. We don't need to be... We're not trauma dumping podcasts. No. 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 I couldn't do that. No. Mm -mm. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Well, I'm really proud of you. Thank you for having me on Thank here. You. It feels very... I feel very lucky to you asked me. And, and I'll get started on the tenille.com website. Yeah, okay, yep. cool. We can have this podcast on there. Mm-hmm. I mean, and as I said to you before, my husband hasn't even had me on his podcast, so That's looking forward to going home cool. and talk. I mean, just it is a podcast for men, so mm-hmm. there's a bit of a barrier there for me. Maybe. But, I mean, you could try and relate. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah no. Nah. I don't really, really want to be like a man, do you? Well, no, not particularly. Right. right. Well, on that note, on that note, <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Tanil, for thank being you. here. Um, that's it. Thanks for listening to Bye. the first episode. Bye. Bye.